Because we were talking about how, oh yeah, you know, it looks pretty alright, it looks pretty decent, and then that was mostly it is. <laughs> that was mostly you leading that conversation. I will. Watch. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what else you were doing? What I happened to be going live? <laughs> Every time. Holy, holy. Yes, holy it would be. Holy. And that holy means shit. that I have to roll this intro. Good morning. Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Welcome back to a holiday that brings the family together. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, no. My bad. No. <laughs> no. I'm Adam. I'm Joe. What's up, everyone? <laughs> and it is totally Thanksgiving enough. week, which means that this is, is the AJAH Thanksgiving special, which means That's that... Cool. There's nothing really too much we could talk about other than one thing we're going to get to later. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say something I'm really thankful for. Uh, I'm really thankful for, you know, a couple of things. Obviously, my friends and family and, you know, a lot of uh, people have been close to me. But I'm especially thankful for two things. For A, all of you wonderful listeners out there who tune in to listen to us every week. Um, you guys are the best and you make this podcast so much more popular than I thought it was going to be. It's ridiculous. Um, I love each and every <laughs> single one of you. Like, don't even doubt that. And two, I'm thankful for this sexy fuck I'm in this Discord call with. Joe, hey, yo. My co-host. Hey, yo. Because this podcast would not be big if not for you. What are you thankful for, buddy? Shit, man. I, I got a lot. I mean, I have... Uh... All my family, all my friends. Um, actually, just my baby sister's birthday not too long ago. I got to see her for the first time in a while, and I'm very thankful for her especially. Um, stepmom, my sister, everyone. Um, I'm especially thankful for you know for my for my circle. I'm, I'm especially thankful for everyone that's there watching out for me, making sure that I'm doing all right. I love you all so much, and especially you, Adam. You you bring this podcast together. You know, I'm thankful for you. I really appreciate you. You know, you 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 are what makes a the A J A H podcast. I wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't want it any other way. So I appreciate you. Thank you for being everything for this podcast. Mwah. That's fucking and of beautiful. The listeners. Y'all make us who we are. So thank you. Mwah. That's beautiful. With that out of the way, with our Thanksgiving and our dollars ready to lay at the feet of capitalism on Black Friday, I must ask, how was your week? Uh, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's been pretty okay. Uh, kind of hectic for the most part. I have a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, just... Running around, uh, <laughs> just running around and basically uh, running errands for everyone. Not that I mind. It's just 
you know, a lot. <laughs> uh, on, on top of school. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, yeah. But it's okay. You know, I, I don't mind it. I do it for the people I love, as I mentioned. But um, other than that, I've uh, been playing some more SMT5. I, have, uh, I haven't been able to play it a lot. So mm. I've progressed. So I've only played a few hours, which is unfortunate because, again, I stand by what I said in the last episode. I really do think this is going to be my game of the year. Like it, it looks like it's going to hold up to be uh, the best game for me. But mm-hmm. um, um, playing SMT5, playing more RE4 VR, I've dipped my toe into the Halo Infinite beta. Oh, which I definitely have some thoughts on. Oh, what's well, here? You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, you know, if you want to hear them right now, yeah, go for it. Uh, I, I don't like it. I don't. I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan. That is that is I'm definitely not, going against the grain that I've been seeing on Twitter.com. Yeah, I mean, okay. Don't get me wrong. I've had a lot of fun with this beta because uh, that is technically what it's considered. Right? It's like the full game doesn't come out until December uh, with the campaign. Um, but with this beta, I, you know, I, I've had fun, but I think I've been more frustrated with it than I have actually been playing it. I don't know about how, uh, how it runs on the Xbox, but over on PC, it takes forever sometimes to load up matches. Um, I had a friend of mine who straight up crashed his first game in. He's like... Yeah, I don't know if uh, if I want to play this. I'm like, just give it another chance. And then he crashed again on his second game. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to play this anymore. I can't blame him. Wow. So I have definitely ran into some issues with that as well. I mean, I haven't had my game crash, but um, frames are super inconsistent. CPU usage is absurd, which usually is not a bad thing. Like CPU usage is not a bad thing considering that there are some games that are CPU intensive. But you'll be sitting in the main menu with 100% CPU usage. And I have to ask, what the fuck is going on here? Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. And my, my, uh, damn, my GPU will be sitting over maybe 30%. CPU is still at 100 in the main menu. So, uh, but aside from like the technical standpoint, uh, the gameplay is fun. Uh, I guess I haven't played Halo uh, enough recently because I, I, I'm assuming you've played uh, the infinite beta or no? Uh, no, I've been focusing all my time on uh, GTA, which I've got some expanded thoughts on as opposed to last week where it was very brief. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know this before, like a- a- any other halos. I didn't know this. Apparently you only have to aim for the body for the first few shots until the shields break, and then you can get a headshot. I don't know if that's been a thing in every other Halo. I mean, besides the sniper rifle, obviously. I don't know if that's been a thing in every other Halo, but it's just been throwing me off so much. I don't think it has. not aim. Yeah. So this has been throwing me off to not aim for the head instead for the body. I, you know, that's just that's just me. Um. The balance is okay. There, are, there are definitely some strong, uh, some weapons that are stronger than others. Like the, uh, I forget the name of it. It's like the heat wave, I believe. It shoots out like little bouncing projectiles. It that that fuck that gun sucks so much ass. It's so bad. 
uh, you know, it, but it's it, it's all right. I haven't. I, I've only put two hours in it, so I guess I just need to play it more to you know fully try to understand the hype behind it. But so far, from what I've played, it's just okay. Like I don't, I don't really like it a, uh, more than any other Halo that I've played. So it does feel how you know. With that said, it does feel like old school Halo, as in there's so <laughs> there's something happening at all times which i kind of appreciate and uh considering that just any other pvp game that i've been playing recently it feels like people are super passive and in halo it's just chaos all the time so my my brain is like action (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah uh so yeah my uh, those are my thoughts it's it's all right it's not great i don't understand why everyone's hyping it up Wow, but that is I, mean, it, it, I would I would recommend playing it just to see if you personally like it, but it's not it for me. It's not it for me. Where can they find you? Oh, you know, you know. I feel like I feel like you could uh, you know find me over at twitter.com slash k a z a n e r d i kazanerdi. Twitter.com slash k a z a any RDI, cousin Erdy. But yeah, I mean, it's been my week. It's been my week. Pretty all right. Pretty okay. How's yours, man? Okay, I've been doing a lot this week. Um, okay, since the last podcast, I finished GTA 3 Definitive and GTA Vice City, Vice City Definitive. I've played a little bit of Shin Megami Tensei 5. I'm going to be playing the King of KOF 15 beta. Tomorrow with Cedric and recording a special bonus segment uh, to put after this section about the weeks in there with him, just me and him. So we can uh, get get our thoughts on that. I've been holding off and playing it just like I play with him. So because I know he really wanted to play it. Um, I I voted in the Game Awards. Now I'm going to talk about that later Um, and 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 a bunch of stuff. So, okay. as for what I've played this week, SMT five. Uh, I enjoy it. I do. Um, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm not too far into it. I still got to get to the Tokyo Diet Building. Um, okay, okay. So I'm still in the starting like dot. You know what I mean? The sandy ass place. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say the soundtrack is nice. You know, I do like that shit. Um, though, I, you know what I don't like though is how it runs. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. I I I, yeah. I feel deceived by that marketing because I thought it was going to be a nice at least 1080p 60. It's sometimes struggles to get like 25 frames per second <laughs> mm-hmm. my god doctor handheld a uh, handheld okay okay yeah 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 like i'd understand if it couldn't maintain a constant 60 in docked but not being able to maintain a constant 30 in handheld is fucking shameful that's bad um the presentation is okay um it's uh, it's more stripped back than i'm used to for jrpgs you know but i do I do like that, um, and I think the gameplay is fun, and I cannot wait to be done with my uh, GTA Omnibus and finally be able to devote myself to SMT5, which I'm probably going to take a good two weeks to beat, hopefully. Um, it's good. It's good. My impressions are that it's good and that you should probably drop 60 bucks for it if you haven't already. If you haven't already. All right, GTA. Um, oh, man. Uh, I feel like a... Like a like 
like people think I'm a contrarian because I'm going against the grain. Um, I think three and Vice City are fine. I've had more issues with three than I did with Vice City. San Andreas is the only one that I think is ass um, out hmm. of all three of those. Three, um, I mentioned last week in my little addendum that the rain effects kind of look bad and that there's some character models like Asuka that look kind of like jokes. Um, but I think there's only maybe four character models I thought needed tweaking and the rest were perfectly fine. Um, it ran uh, at like 60 on my Series S um with minor frame dips i I only experienced like a pretty big frame frame loss is when i had like a massive like 12 car pile up uh that's like the only time that i that i was like whoa my performance is taking a hit right now i only crashed once on my series s and i only crashed once on my switch so it's got to be saying something um i think all they really need to do is just tweak the positions of the eyes on a couple character models maybe give a little bit more definition to joey leone's hair and uh, fix the opacity of the rain and make sure it doesn't appear when you're going under a bridge, and GTA 3 will be fine. Um, I gave that a 6.5 uh, because it because it's just okay. It's Vice just City, okay to you. yes, it's just okay. Vice City was better, though, it was way better. Um, I had no crashes, uh, I had one very minor technical hiccup on Vice City, um, and that was because I had a, yet again another massive pileup of cars. Um, I think the AI might be a little bit dumber in this remaster, though. Um, hmm. Might be just a little <laughs> bit dumber. A little bit, you say? Yeah, because I only had like one problem. Because like I got like a a couple times my like my AI partners got stuck on stuff, and it didn't really happen to me the original, but it's it's been fine. Um, it was technically better than GT three. The rain effects were a lot better in Vice City, and I didn't crash once. Um, I thought the improvements that the um, definitive editions brought to these games worked best there. I think Vice City probably had the most work put into it. Um, and all my little tricks for getting fast money and doing certain things, all that shit was still there unaltered. So Vice City, I gave that an eight. That was pretty good. Um, that's the one that I, that's the that's the thing that you should probably buy the collection for if you're going to buy it is Vice City to a lesser extent three. But San Andreas, though, but San Andreas, though, that was bad. That was legitimately bad. I like, oh, my God. Most of the memes about how bad this collection is come from San Andreas for a reason. I wasn't having cutscene models wigging out. I wasn't having, you know, all these graphical bugs and it, 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 until I booted up San Andreas. And that's the problem is because it runs really well. It runs way better than three and Vice city does. I haven't had a single frame drop. I haven't had a single car pileup cause me massive frame issues yet. You know what I mean? But San Andreas is the one with all the bugs. It's the one with the missing bridge. It's the one with the holes in the map. It's the one with the freaky ass, you know, Eldritch deity cut, uh, cutscene models where their necks are shooting up out of their backs, you know, and, it looks off. Like San Andreas is the only one that I will say is needs to be worked on the most. And that was sort of rectified today, but not really. I mean, if you look at the patch notes for all the patches that came out, San Andreas had like more patches than both of them. Hmm. Uh, but it still needs more work. It still needs more work. Um, the cutscene models are what need the work the most. The in-game models just need a little bit of work tweaking you know uh, their skeletons and whatnot uh but other than that it's 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 been it, it's run okay 
That's as much as I can give San Andreas. It runs perfectly fine. Um, I don't have as much of a problem with the draw distance as other people do. The only exception I'll take to that is with the ocean, because you can see the edge of the ocean. And I think that needs to be fixed. But being able to see the other cities from the other cities doesn't really bother me too much. Um, hmm. okay. okay. It's just that you need to that, that, that I don't want to see the edge of the edge of the world. That's bad. Right, right, right. Um, and that the, that, the, that the models need serious work. I'm tired. I'm getting a little bit pissed off with all of the people who are shitting on this game for content because they're not doing it like genuinely. And I've only seen two videos actually bother to be like fair and unbiased towards this game, which is saying a lot. Um, and it's really upsetting that people are, that people are just trying to disregard what's good just for the content. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. like I said, I've, I've had good experiences with two out of the three games, which is saying something that's good. You know, but I think maybe it should have been priced at like 40 bucks, you know, for yeah, the, for yeah, the amount of work that, that went in, right. 40 bucks would have been all right. And um, that Rockstar's apology was pretty piss poor, you know, uh, but hmm. one thing I one thing I will say that they, that they did well was they asked the community not to be harassing the members of Grove Street Games, which they have been doing. And you people need to fucking stop. I don't give a shit uh, what attachment you think you have to these games. I'm. I have all three of them sitting on my PS2 segment of my shelf right now. I don't care what you say. If you're harassing a member of the dev team, you're part of the problem. Fuck off. Suck my dick. Um, yeah, if you're, if, if you're going that far to personally attack the devs, you're you're scum. Like, <laughs> yeah, if that's, even, that's cool. even that's Rockstar, the bad boys of the games industry are telling you to knock it the fuck off. And that means you need to knock it the fuck fuck off there are 27 people who are tasked with remastering these three games over the course of a year how about you harass the corporation instead of the developers is that not the ajah policy (laughs) that's how we do shit around here hello exactly and if there's no corporation to harass which in this case there are two of them then 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 i'd understand okay but there are two corporations you can direct your anger at take two interactive and rockstar games do go go harass them. All right. Actually, don't do that. But just be mean to the be mean to the executives. Okay. Be mean to the people who gave these guys a year to work on this. All right. Don't be mean to the developers themselves. Uh, San Andreas right now, I probably give San Andreas like a four point five. Honestly, mm-hmm. for all of these technical issues, <laughs> it is across the board cutscene model issues. You know what I mean? And that needs to be fixed ASAP. Damn, um, that's. Yeah, that's essentially what I've heard and also experienced because I didn't feel like mentioning it earlier, but I I, I had gotten the I, I okay so I got I got the trilogy over uh, on some very legal and morally correct sources since you know uh, the PC wow. version wasn't wow wow the pc version was not available for the longest time yeah because there was some there was some very very bad no-no stuff that was on there don't tell me it was the hot coffee shit like it was a that's one of them and b they accidentally left in all of the copyrighted music that they're supposed to take out which is a very big legal no-no how do you accidentally do that (laughs) like i said like i said 27 people one year Three games to be remastered is quite a bit of a workload, so I don't, I don't. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Exactly. Um, so. but yeah, yeah, wow. I, I, I totally, totally did that. 
And so, you know, the very first cutscene of San Andreas, right? Where CJ's picking up his bag. Like, yeah. That entire cutscene, CJ was T-posing for me. And I said, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And I uninstalled it. Oh, wow. Like that entire cutscene, <laughs> he was T-posing. I wish I had gotten a video for it, but I didn't uh, have my recording software. So well. I played that on my Switch and my Series X, and I didn't have a single problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, wow. yeah. If you want yeah, a more so, yeah. in-depth breakdown of how the Definitive Editions stack up, go look at what Digital Foundry has been doing. They released a comparison between all of the versions of GTA 3 and the Definitive, and they're going to be doing that for Vice City and San Andreas as well. Um, the guys at Digital Foundry... They're experts at their craft, so go look at what they do. go see. Go see what they've been doing, and if you want to see what I've been doing on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, any platform of your choice, you can follow me at YVNGDENDE Young Dende. That is YVNGDENDE Young Dende. The mark of my dignity shall scar thy DNA. Welcome to the bonus segment. I said I'd put this in after I was done talking about my week and where I could pull Cedric in and we could talk about the KLF 15 beta now. We just got done about with about like an hour or so of uh, playing uh, some matches, team versus single versus, you already know. And um, that was a lot beautiful. That was a lot oh better than I would have expected. Holy shit. Jesus. Why don't you go first, Cedric? What you got? Hey, bro, you know me. This fucking game is phenomenal visually, bro. Holy shit, bro. Like, when I saw the trailers Ooh. for the game, I was like, yo, that's incredible. When I actually played it, it actually looks like the trailers, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, nah, nah. The fucking supers in this game are top tier, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, Iori Iori's Super is got still drip. godlike. Everybody's got drip. Holy shit. That's, mm-hmm. It was fucking dope. phenomenal. Oh, my God. Dude. I can definitely say the inputs, I feel, are a lot easier. I, I mean, in previous KOF games, I've struggled a lot with simple ass inputs, but that may be because I've just sucked at fighting games. A lot before. of KOF vets were kind of uh, being mad because they did uh, implement like autocorrect, you know, just like mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five did. But it's a it's a little bit more noticeable in KOF. A lot of people were getting mad at that, but I mean, it does make the game feel a lot more smooth, you know. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel. yeah. Hey, friendly reminder: uh, when the game comes out. Online training mode, bro. I'm seeing online all training mode. We labbing together, baby. Holy shit. Bro. Absolutely. That shit, that shit is phenomenal. Every fighting game needs that now. Every fighting game needs every, that. Especially Street Fighter. Single, every single one. There's mm-hmm. no excuse anymore. Like, come on now. It's a requirement. It's like rollback netcode. Speaking of rollback netcode, did you oh know this God. game had <laughs> That netcode was fucking fantastic. Dude, holy shit. Man. I love it. Hey, bro, the, the roster was, you know, it was, it was great. It was great. But you know what it could use? It could use a little bit of K-Dash. You know? If you don't know me, I'm a K-Dash. <laughs> my nigga, all right? You know, so don't touch <laughs> my nigga. That's my but shit, what you got, Adam? Well, shit, um, like you said, the game looks phenomenal in the trailers, but it looks way better uh, when you're actually looking at it. Uh, like, there's a, there's, a, there's a level of detail in this one that I think uh, KOF 14 tried to go for, but it didn't really nail. Seeing as it was the first like 2.5D KOF, mm-hmm. um, 
the game has a great feel, and that's boosted by the netcode. The maximum amount that we got when we were playing was seven frames, and the minimum was zero. Like we were playing that one game, where we were going back and forth. Um, that had that we hit a point where it was a zero to one rollback frames, mm-hmm. which is which is insane. Given the fact that this is SNK's like, excuse me, first rollback game, that's top notch. Hats off. Congratulations. Y'all are doing great. Now all y'all got to do is put that shit in Samurai Showdown because that online is unfucking playable. All right. <laughs> um, there was only one moment in our hour of play where it was like a really noticeable rollback, and it was where I got the sweep and the game it transitioned into the victory screen for a single frame and instantly went back. I was like, ah, spotted that. You know, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, beta roster's tight. We got uh, Team uh, Sacred Treasures, got the Orochi team, and then we got uh, Shune and Dolores. Um, yeah, Orochi team fire. Shermie's tricky. You already know how it is. Um, I I do kind of wish that we'd have gotten the TGS roster though with like Terry and Mai and shit, but I am, I mean, I I am happy with who we got. I am happy with who we got. Um, The actual gameplay itself, aside from just the um, simplified inputs, is very tight and responsive. Uh, You can tell that they've sort of fixed a lot of the um, uh, jankiness that was in KOF 14, which I'm all here for. It's a lot easier to control than a lot of the other uh, legacy KOFs, like 2002, which is sort of my barometer for legacy KOF. The music. Oh my god, the music. The music is fantastic. Like... I know in the Shermi trailer, we got to hear the, or maybe it was the Ishiro trailer, where we got to hear the new version of Bloody from KOF 98, but like, wowee, does the music sound good in your actual ears. That new version of Bloody is going hard. And honestly, I think this is this is the superior version of KOF 14. This is what KOF 14 should have been, in my eyes. It was fan-fucking-tastic. KOF 14 wanted to be, but... Absolutely. And I'm glad that we had to we had to stumble a little bit with KOF 14, even though that game's great. Just to get here, I'm I'm very happy with this game. I liked KOF 14, but KOF 15 seems to be like probably my favorite fighting game ever. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, February cannot come favorite. fast enough. Honestly, February oh cannot come fast enough. Mostly just because I want to see how how Garo Terry looks. Cause y'all already know I wished upon a fucking star and they made that shit happen. So. So let me ask you, Cedric, out of 10, right? If this is what KOF 15 is going to be, what would you think you'd give it? Mm, maybe if it's the beta just was the game. Yeah, like if this was if this was completely representative of the KOF 15 experience, what do you think? Um, I'd say right now I'd give it like a... Just off the everything that ate. Like, I feel like the, the UI and stuff could be touched up a bit, you know? That's yeah, just my opinion. absolutely. Yeah, very, very, very basic. Like, just I fucking... Just a list of shit you can do, you know? You know yeah. I know, like, Tekken and shit, they have, like, characters moving in the background. You know, Street Fighter. I think Street Fighter has a bunch of intricate shit going on back there. I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's like the map Fighters, with, like, the CFN yeah, stuff. Literal lobby. I mean... Well, I don't want it to be like fighters, whether it's a literal lobby or like Guilty Gear. Fuck Guilty Gear lobby. Yeah, don't don't have an Arxis lobby, please. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 menu, the layout shit, it's it's pretty plain right now. Yeah. But the gameplay, like everything else, phenomenal, right? That's mm-hmm. that's really one of my only gripes. But it's a it's a pretty big gripe for me because of just games I've played before, you know? Like, yeah. Like entering visuals, kind of 
draw me into the game, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like just if I'm rating this for someone who hasn't seen or heard of KOF or fighting games like that, that's that's what I'd give it. I'd give it an 8. Yeah, I'd also give it an 8 too, uh, primarily because of what you said, like the menus and the UI. Um, I think for the main menu, if you're not going to put like, um, like a Tekken thing where it's like characters like moving and shit, um, you can at least take some cues from Virtua Fighter and put like actual matches uh, in the main menu, which would, that would be entertaining as fuck to see. Um, and then please get away from the fucking KOF 13 and 14 UI system, please, because it is clunky and annoying. Um, uh, please stop. Like, I know JP devs asking them to change like a, like a, a feature that's been locked in like that is hard, but it's like, take some cues from like Street Fighter V if you want to know how to make a good, like, private battle uh, room system, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't 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 clutter it up with like a bunch of fucking inputs and uh, the all these this whole boxy layout it looks real mechanical and real drab. Um, but I I'd, I'd also give it an eight. It looks great, it plays great, it sounds great, and I cannot fucking wait. Okay, Cedric, uh, where where can the people find you if they want to see what else you're doing? Hey, bro, I'm live on Twitch at Twitch at Twitch TV slash like homie. You know, you can find me on YouTube, also at Psychomi, Twitter, you know. Same shit, they're all Psychomi, bro. Psychomi the homie, that's what you know. That's yeah. what you know. find me. So the Game Awards nominations are open. Did you vote? You're asking me if I voted in the Game Awards? I told the thing you that vote, I man. don't tune into, like, ever. I only tune into it for the orchestra at the very end. Well, I voted and I wrote down all of the categories besides the content creator categories because no it's fighting dream. because it's no it's suck my dick. Shut it's up. Dream. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Take your fucking normal pills and shut the fuck up. No, I wrote down all the categories and all of the nominees uh, except for best content creator and all of the esports ones because there weren't any fighting game players in it, which I'm going to abstain from. I, I, I abstain from voting in those because there were no FGC personalities, which is yet another year of the FGC being erased from the Game Awards. But since you haven't voted, I figured I'd present them on the podcast today for us all to discuss. Okay. All right. All right. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. This is wait. This is all like hypothetical voting, right? Or did you actually? I actually went and voted these. I did. I did. Okay. 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 Game Awards 2021. Game of the year. I'm going to say for last. Okay, for best direction. So, so tell. So after I'm done reading them, I'll tell you how I voted. You'll tell me how you voted. How does that sound? All right, sure. Let's do that. Best direction. Our nominees are Death Loop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts Two, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Personally, I voted for It Takes Two. What do you think, Joe? My man, my man. It. I feel like I would. I, you know what? I, I might actually go vote after this. I'll. I'll just to set my cast. Yeah. Uh, set, just to set my vote for it takes two because that game is. It's so yes. good. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Here's a funny story, right? So uh, November of last year. Funny timing. I know. Um, my friend Manny and I, out of the blue, got the feeling to play a way out, and in a single night, we played through all the all the way through without taking a break, and we had a great time. So when It Takes Two got announced, we were so fucking excited. (laughs) And so we bought it. And over the course of like a week, we played all the way through it and had a fucking blast. Especially the Easter egg where you find the little figures 
of Leo and Vincent. Mm-hmm. That was that was we were oh, like, holy shit, yeah. no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it takes two was a real special moment for me this year. So that's why I voted for it in most places I could, except for the next one, which is best narrative. Our nominees are Death Loop. It takes two. Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Now, it's no surprise for me to say that I voted for Life is Strange, True Colors. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I feel like that one was a given. See, this one's tough because I really want to play Psychonauts 2. I haven't played the first Psychonauts since a long-ass time. So, I feel like I, if I had played Psychonauts 2, maybe that would have got my vote. Mm-hmm. But since I haven't, then I guess life is strange. Uh, well, Joe and dear listeners, there's still a month left in the year. And as soon as we come back from our hiatus after Christmas, uh, we're going to be having the AJH Awards, where we talk about and nominate our picks for Game of the Year. So you still have time to play Psychonauts 2 and have it be eligible for the AJH Awards. But that's a month. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Exactly. (laughs) Now we've got best art direction. We have The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Personally, I voted for Deathloop. I loved its retro, like, 60s spy movie type type deal. I loved that a lot. That was really Mm -hmm. charming to me. Joe? Uh, let's see here. You know, I haven't played um, Kana. Neither uh, have I. But it looks interesting. I like its art, but since I haven't played it, Deathloop. Deathloop. Okay. Okay. Moving on to best score and music. We have The Artful Escape, Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Near Replicant. And that's the oh, only the, time you're going to see Cyberpunk on this list. <laughs> no way. Yes, no seriously. Way. That is the only time Cyberpunk is popping up in this game. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a flip from last year. That's crazy. Fuck that game. So you since you since you said no way, what did you pick? No, like this is the easiest fucking vote in my life. That goes to near. Easy. That game's music is majestic. You can put it on. You, there's a track for however you might be feeling that day. Guaranteed, there's a song in there that you're going to love. I that, voted that, for Near Replicant only because is. I was told that the soundtrack was good. So It's phenomenal. Like, really phenomenal. And speaking about things that you hear with your ears, we've got Best Audio Design. We've got Deathloop, mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 5, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. Personally, I voted for RE8 because playing that game with headphones, and especially when you're in the dollhouse, um, oh boy, who my my pants were a little browner after that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with your vote there on Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on to best performance. We've got Erica Mori as Alex Chen in Life is Strange True Colors. We've got Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. Jason Kelly as Colt Vaughn in Deathloop. 
Maggie Robinson, Maggie Robertson, I should say, as Lady Dematrisque in Resident Evil 8, and Azioma Akaga as Julia Juliana Blake in Deathloop. Again, no surprise, I voted for Erica Mori as Alex Chen. How about you, Joe? <laughs> Damn, this one's tough because they these are all good. Absolutely. I mean, this was a killer year for uh voiceover and performance artists in video games. It was a really good year. Christ. I mean, I haven't played Far Cry 6, but I have seen some of Giancarlo Esposito's performance in there. And my God, my God. I, I, I could not in good con- I could not vote for him in good conscience because the very first scene that he appeared in, in that game looked like dog shit. So <laughs> <laughs> uh I feel like with that though, I feel like my vote would probably Oh I still don't know. Uh I'll I'll cast my vote for Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu. Simply because I do like Alex. But mommy, dommy, man was too bricked up oh. in the castle. <laughs> Don't worry, I've been there too. <laughs> Next, we have games for impact. Our nominees are Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, oh, okay. Chikori, right. A Colorful ta- Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. If you listen to our episode after I finished Life is Strange, then you know I voted for that. <laughs> because that game had me crying. Uh, it had me smiling. It gave me like a panic attack. <laughs> so had you in a chokehold. It had me in a sleeper, put me in a uh, hit me, hit me with a power bomb into crucifix hold in the galaxy buster. It was bad. <laughs> So, what do you got? I actually have Before Your Eyes on my wish list. That game looks very interesting. I know next to nothing about it, besides the fact that it's played entirely with your webcam. That's weird. Um, But, you know, my vote goes for Life is Strange. Pretty, pretty safe. Pretty safe there. Now we've got Best Ongoing. Our nominees are Apex Legends, Final Fantasy XIV Online, Okay, all right. Destiny 2, Genshin Impact, Mm. and Call of Duty Warzone. (laughs) Now, look, I don't play any of these, so I voted for Final Fantasy because I don't want Destiny to win. (laughs) This is is not the first instance of spite voting. (laughs) So, what do you got, Joe? Let me guess. Is it Genshin Impact? It's actually Warzone, you fucking ah, That's funny. No. Is, if you know anything about me, it's pretty obvious that it's Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best indie title. 12 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Death's Door. Oh, okay. Inscription. Kenna Bridge of Spirits and Loop Hero. Now, Joe, how about you guess which one I didn't vote for? <laughs> oh, Death's Door, maybe? Hmm. <laughs> no. I vote for 12 minutes. I didn't vote for 12 minutes. I absolutely voted for Cana Bridge of Spirits because that game wasn't about incest. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I didn't 
play it. So when you had told me, oh, yeah, uh, it turns out that this game is just incest. I was, what? I hope you Let's looked it up and found out about that after I said that. Oh, I, I definitely you. did. I definitely did. <laughs> I definitely did. And what'd you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah. feel like even it being on Game Pass is... It, it still does not make me want to play it. Fuck that game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but my vote for best indie? Loop Hero, actually. Okay. okay. Uh, no, I, w- I maybe would have voted for Kina, but I play. I actually played Loop Hero, and Loop Hero is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, it, it's one of those games where if if you like it, then you really like it. But if you don't, then, you know, it's, you, you don't like it. It is what it is. Okay. Okay. Best mobile game. We got Fantasian, Genshin Impact, hmm. <laughs> League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Evolution, and Pokemon Unite. My vote went to Pokemon Unite because I don't know about any of these except for that one. So, yeah, I I I don't know any of these besides Pokemon. So I guess I guess I'll I guess I'll go with Pokemon. Huh? Genshin Impact. I barely know her. Anyway, huh? <laughs> best community support. We've got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14 Online, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Fortnite. My vote went to what? No Man's Sky because I actually play No Man's Sky. So, yo, okay. What about this, you? This is, like, this is actually pretty, this is a pretty good lineup. I mean, I don't care about most of the games that's on that list. That's like what I don't I don't care about Apex or Fortnite or No Man's Sky. However, however, in an alternate universe where I didn't uh, play Final Fantasy 14, I would have voted for No Man's Sky because I did play that game. And that game I, I played it about two weeks ago, actually. And that game is good. It's crazy good. But no, because people people still think that it's bad, and people are like, "Hey, it's actually like since it's been updated, it's really good," and no one's been talking about it. So my vote would have gone to No Man's Sky if Final Fantasy fourteen wasn't on that list. Mm-hmm. But with that said, Final Fantasy fourteen online, the free uh, free trial MMORPG. Yes. Okay, moving on to innovation and accessibility. We've got Far Cry six, Forza Horizon five. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Veil Crown of Shadow. My vote went to Ratchet and Clank because I'm not going to vote for Far Cry 6 when in that game you can enable an aura around every single enemy. Uh, no. <laughs> Which is separate from the accessibility options. No. Fuck that game. Ratchet and Clank. How about you, Joe? I'm not really familiar with the accessibility options in any of these games, but. Uh, I'll just, I guess I'll just vote for Forza. I mean, <laughs> it's funny car racing game, so yeah, sure. Best VR slash AR. We have Hitman 3, which is the only time you'll be seeing Hitman 3 on this list, which is honestly a snub, because Lost Judgment also isn't on any of these either, which is also a snub. Wow. Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, Lonely Echo 2. Resident Evil 4 VR and Sniper Elite VR. Now Sniper I voted Elite VR is on that mm-hmm. list. That game's so fucking old at this point. Okay. Yeah, I voted for Hitman because it's not on any other fucking 
uh, category, which is fucking stupid because that game is ridiculously good. Uh, mm. But I can I could probably guess what you're going to vote for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Resident Evil. Yeah, again, I, I, I've made it. I've made it pretty obvious that Resident Evil Four has been my favorite experience in VR so far. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty much given. Pretty much. Moving on to best action game, we've got Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, <laughs> okay. Deathloop, Far Cry Six, and Returnal. My vote went, no surprise, to Deathloop. I had so much fun with that. Joe, where are you voting? It's kind of funny to see Back for Blood uh, in this list, simply because I feel like there are other games that came out this year that are more deserving of uh, the category. Uh-huh. But Tell me about it. I feel like, I feel like Deathloop. I'll, I'll go with Deathloop. It's crazy how your opinion changed on it. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah, just out of just because it was discounted. Okay, Light Cyberpunk <laughs> is going to appear one more time on this list. There, Light, but not in this category. Next category oh. is best action adventure game. We've got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. My vote went to Resident Evil Village. Okay, all right, because it puts the adventure in action adventure. That is true. That is true. That is very true. Very true. Um, I feel like my vote would go to Psychonauts simply because I want to see that game win. I just want to see it do well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Moving on to best RPG. This is a this is a non-category because we already know what's going to win. So let's just go through it as a formality. Uh, we've got Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Tales of Arise, and the obvious winner. Joe, you want to say the name for me? Would it happen to be SMT5? It Shimigami is. Tensei? It is. <laughs> yeah, that's a non-category. Real, that's a non-category. Some real competition there. Okay, yeah. best fighting game. This is going to be where I unbuckle my pants and really start talking down to people. All right, our 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 our, our category our, our nominees are Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Joe, how about you tell the listeners what I voted for? You definitely had to have voted for Demon Slayer, right? Because that's what's going to win, anyways. I want you to take your tongue and shove it in my asshole. <laughs> I actually don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think there's a pretty good chance it won't. But tell the viewers what I voted for anyway. You, you think you really? Okay. Where do you happen to have voted for Virtua Fighter Five? Absolutely, I had to. Um, I don't mm. think uh, Demon Slayer is going to win, and I hope it doesn't, because Guilty Gear Strive has done a lot for the FGC and for getting casual fans into competitive fighting games that I think there's, there's it's got, it, 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 Demon Slayer can't lose. Can't win, I mean. It cannot win. I mean, even though Jump Force almost won Fighting Game of the Year, which is fucking insane, um, <laughs> there's, I, I, I cannot. I If Demon Slayer wins, I'm going to suck my own dick on, 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 the, on the podcast. <laughs> Nope. Record me saying it. I'm going to suck my own dick or die trying. Got to get some. Uh, you want to like schedule the appointment for your rib removal? No, nope. or... do it with all my ribs intact. I'm going to suck my own dick. Okay, all right. I'm going to get fatter to make it harder for myself, just so that I <laughs> ensure that I die while doing it. Uh, what do you think you would get your vote, Joe? Um, you know, actually, I don't know because. Uh, out of any of these, the only ones I played are All Star Brawl and Virtua Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like probably Virtua Fighter. Even though I feel like Strive has 
Like I, I'm not tapped into the FGC by any means, but I've seen like I've seen a lot of good things surrounding it. I've seen yep. a lot of hype behind it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I feel like it would be close, but Virtual Fighter Five for me personally. Yeah, if Virtual Fighter wasn't on this list, my my vote would unequivocally go to Guilty Gear Strive, uh, without a doubt. Best family game. It takes two. Mario Party All Stars, new Pokemon Snap. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury and WarioWare get it together. No surprise, my vote Ooh. goes to It Takes Two. Mm, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is interesting because it would have would have been It Takes Two, but WarioWare. Hmm. I, I haven't played that, so I didn't know. Hmm. I, f- I feel like you should. I think you should. Pretty solid. I've played it with, uh, with my friends. He had it. And. It was a lot of fun, actually. I, I I wasn't thinking of buying it. Like, WarioWare is one of those games where, like, I'm interested in, but I'm not, like, super interested in. I played it a few times when I was a kid. But uh, over on my Nintendo DS, the original model, but it takes two. I'll, I'll go with it takes two. Yeah. Best Sim slash strategy. We've got Age of Empires 4. Evil Genius 2 World Domination. Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Because this is the only one I played, I voted for Microsoft Flight Simulator. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the same here, same on my end. Microsoft Flight Simulator. I, I haven't played any of the, of the rest, so pretty easy, pretty easy. Best racing slash sports: F one twenty twenty one, FIFA twenty twenty two, Forza oh, Horizon five. Hot Wheels Unleashed and Riders Republic. I think Cruisin was snubbed from this one because Cruisin did come out this year, didn't it? Uh, I I don't know what they're because they have a certain point where they cut off what game of the years, right? Like for the awards. Not oh sure no, Cruisin US Cruisin Blast was a 2017 title. No wonder it didn't come out. Okay, never mind. So, oh, what would your vote go to? My vote went to Forza Horizon. So, this might seem weird, but actually, Hot Wheels. I've heard very good things about that uh, the Hot Wheels game, and it looks good. It, it looks good as an arcade uh, racing game, which mm-hmm. I've been missing that. So, yeah, no, yeah, I'll give it to Hot Wheels. If Hot Wheels doesn't win, then it's rigged. Best multiplayer. We've got Back for Blood, Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. This was hard for me because I did play a little bit of Knockout City and I did like it, um, but I still mm-hmm. gave my vote to the game that I had a bonding experience over, which was It Takes Two. So, Yeah, uh, another, <laughs> another non-category for me personally, It Takes Two is... Pretty, pretty easy. Yosef Fares, if you're listening, don't stop making games because you're fucking amazing and I love you. <laughs> Best debut indie. The Artful Escape. The Forgotten City. Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Sable. And Valheim. Now, my pick went to Kena because I'm not familiar with any other of these except for Valheim, which I didn't play. So, mm, Okay. Uh, Valheim, to me personally, is very boring. I don't like it whatsoever. 
So I'll go with Kano. I'll go with Kano. All right, here we go. The penultimate category. Most anticipated game. I already know what you're going to say, I bet. We've got Elden Ring. God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West. The sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And Starfield. Personally, 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 I did not vote for Big Dark Souls. I voted for God of War. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I pretty much expected that, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, I, I know that you don't really care for Horizon or um, Breath of the Wild. So it was no, either between really. that, uh, I'm sorry, between God of War or Elden Ring. And yeah, yeah, pretty much. But Elden Ring for me. like <laughs> Big Dark Souls. That's what it is, Big Dark Souls. Big Dark Souls. All right. The ultimate final category with Lost Judgment missing. And Hitman 3 missing as well. We have Game of the Year. Deathloop. It Takes Two. Metroid Dread. Psychonauts 2. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And Resident Evil Village. Now I want to know, what do you think is the Game of the Year? Based on this list. Not based on your own list. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, there's so many good games. There are so many good games in this list. That's tough. Mm-hmm. That's a toughie. Do you have Take a second. Your... Yes, I do. Because I voted. Okay, okay. So I okay. voted for It Takes Two because, uh, like I said, my experience with that game was very unique. Um, I had a blast from start to finish. There was not a dull moment had playing It Takes Two all the way through. Uh, it was fun playing through with my friend Manny. We both have a lasting and lingering hatred for the fucking book, Dr. Hakeem. The book. Fuck that guy. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> it's all about collaboration. That, that ethnically dubious book. All right. <laughs> so I had to give it to It Takes Two because of my unique experience with that game. Uh, I would have voted for Resident Evil Village had it takes mm. to not come out. So, <laughs> hmm. you've had plenty of time to think. Why don't you let us all in on what you think? While I do want Psychonauts 2 to win, I feel like it's unfair to, to vote for a game that I haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Resident Evil Village was good. However, it takes two was... It, it, it's game of the year for me from from this list. Um, mm-hmm. I played some. Uh, it was a split playthrough. Played some of it my sister, and then played some of it with my other friends. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that you can play multiple times and have yeah. a completely, completely different um, experience. Experience every single time. Now let me ask, who did you play as? Because I played as May. My man. Yeah. Yeah. Got to show some love for the English broads. Shouts out to the UK listeners. You already knew. (laughs) (laughs) Cody. And uh, with that, those are all of the games announced for this year's Game Awards held held on uh, December 9th. Um, I've already got my top 10 games of the year already listed out, and that's not going to change in the month. Um, okay. I'm pretty set yeah. in my I'm pretty set in my list. Uh, my list is pretty good. 
Um, and I'm not going to share it with you until we do the AJH awards. And I hope you do the same with your list. Um, All right. Yes, sir. Which, you which will make it. for some pretty big surprises and pretty big upsets. <laughs> 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 if my, if my time, uh, 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 what is it? If my time, um, ranking Jojo openings and endings with Joe, after the podcast two weeks ago is anything to go on oh words will be had about this one so <laughs> oh okay so I, I feel like there's something very spicy on your list that I completely disagree with but no i'm excited i'm excited oh I'm excited. Uh, about three games that i'm pretty sure you like didn't make the top five so oh, okay that's that's fine no you have your own opinions I'm not going to be like a gremlin on Twitter.com and be like, you don't like this game? You fucking dweeb. I'm going to dox you. You should do it. It would be really funny if you were, though. It would be really funny if you were. (sighs) (laughs) Are you trying to provoke me? Is that that what you're trying to do? You're trying to provoke me into attacking you? I hope so. It would be really funny. So the live action Cowboy Bebop came out and um, did they did they tell us in the marketing material that it was going to be directed by Robert Rodriguez? Uh, I don't recall. I'll be the director of Spy Kids. <laughs> that was going to be directed oh. by Doug Walker. God damn it. God damn it. I had to because it looks bad. <laughs> you saw I, I sent you that clip with Ed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ. You know, I I talked this I talked this adaptation, this live action adaptation up. I said, you know what? It's gonna be good. I, I fucking I don't care what any all y'all have to say. And now here I am on your guys' side. This you've got a lot of egg on your face for this uh, one. Yeah. Because like Maybe. I said before the show, you led the discussion on how it was gonna be good for most of it. So um Props to you for being fucking wrong. This looks terrible. I don't think I could have expected it to look this bad, honestly. Uh, I said, I, 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 my friend asked me to watch it the other day. I said, nope, because I heard it was shit. <laughs> I said, nope, I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. And uh, then I watched that clip with Ed, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God I stayed away thank from Thank God. <laughs> because nice. that clip looks so bad. <laughs> How are you you going to have the ability, right, to make a live action Cowboy Bebop and then have it be shit? That's like one of the worst anime that you can uh, fuck up in a live action adaptation. Yep, yep, yep. My problem with the Ed clip was that their face was too close to the camera in like a really, and the Dutch angle was too Dutch. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So it was like when when Ed was sitting in the camera, and they were like Spike Spiegel. I was like, yeah, this doesn't work in live action. Doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't yeah, work. That's... Unadaptable. Um, I'm just glad this means that they're never gonna adapt Samurai Shampoo. <laughs> Thank God. Yo, <laughs> holy! I would. Shit. I don't even want to think I, about that. I don't I would, even want to. I would. I would burn down some some buildings if they did that, and it turned out like this. Uh, how about you go adapt, uh, do a live action adaptation of Carol and Tuesday? At least uh, it'll be shit in both regards. 
<laughs> Damn. Not, you really fucking hate that anyway, huh? It pissed me off because they didn't the, the, the two girls didn't end up doing a little bit of kissing by the end, okay? I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna forgive that anime for that. So there's no gay propaganda in this anime? <laughs> no shit. They didn't let the gays be in this show, so I've got a shit on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Uh I'm so uh I'm just I, I it's not that I'm not surprised that it's bad. I'm just surprised that it's this bad when they went out of their way to try and like ease us into what they were doing, you know, mm-hmm. first we yeah. get the cast singing tank. Then we get some screenshots. Then I don't think we got like a, like an actual trailer. Did we? Yeah. The, the one that had aired during the, um, like the Netflix uh, event. I didn't watch the Netflix. Event. Not, not, not doing the actual like the anime event, but like the actual like Netflix where they were just promoting all their shows. They had that trailer there. I didn't watch the Netflix event, so I didn't know. Uh, the only clip I'd seen of it in live action before the show released was the clip of him and um, old dude inside the church, and everyone was like, "Is this supposed to be a demonstration on why animation is better than live action?" Because it was an exact one-to-one copy. So I just said, uh, yeah, no, that's not, I'm not going to tune into that. And I didn't. And Not fucking with it. And you haven't either, apparently, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it's, you know, I feel like I have to in order to talk shit about it and get away with it. But I, I, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to the uh, however many hours I'll have to waste of my life dedicated to this yeah shit show was was the rohan stuff good i don't i didn't watch that the the spoke uh kishibe, kishibe rohan. rohan yeah was that good at all because i didn't yeah yeah it. well you haven't watched it what no because i was scared yeah <laughs> no yeah it's very good it's very good. okay so netflix didn't fuck up once because we all know they fucked up with uh full metal and for and with brotherhood so and with uh not brotherhood um death note they fucked up with no, Full Metal and Death Note, definitely. and apparently they yeah. fucked up with this as well. So, yeah, another example of uh, of Netflix's twenty five percent efficacy rate when it comes to adapting shit. That's cool. Um, <laughs> don't. Hey, do you like anime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a large corporation with billions of dollars to waste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to see anime adapted into a live action format? Of course, yeah! Great! Here's a tutorial. Step one, don't! Hmm, taking these notes down? Okay, okay. Yeah, there you go. Step one, don't. 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 Don't? Don't. Tell me not to? Yep. What have I learned from this? That it's a bad idea to adapt anime into live action. Don't do it. It's look, it's it's me. It's either really bad or it's cringe. There are some that are cringe in a good way. You know, like uh, that clip I showed you of. um, (laughs) Yes, that was cringe in a good way. I like that a lot. Um. Other than like a stage play, though, I don't think you should ever do that ever. 
never under any circumstances should we be adapting anime into anything other than like a manga and vice versa mm-hmm. don't because cowboy bebop is one of the greatest anime ever made it's not in my top 10 unfortunately uh, i had to cut that uh but mm-hmm. it's it's not it's 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 top 20 in my book and i know for you it's like number two or number yeah. one yeah one of those two yeah uh, Chilling out, number one. But yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'd be pissed <laughs> if I were you. I'd be really pissed. I am. I am. I don't have uh, any friends that are like that uh, have even watched Cowboy Bebop. So like, I'm in there. I'm promoting it, throwing Cowboy Bebop propaganda down their throats to go watch it. But I feel like this might taint uh, yeah. their perception of it. And I'm very upset that we live in we live in a reality where that is something that happens, right? Where I only know one person. I've only I only have two friends who've seen Cowboy Bebop. One of them is you. The other one only watched it so that they could watch this. Um, Bruh. Yeah, I know. And even they didn't like this. They I I been, I, been, I was shoving Cowboy Bebop propaganda on their throats for years, man. We were playing Star Wars Battlefront two, and I would always play as Han Solo. And whenever I was playing Han, as Han Solo, I would always hum. Dun, 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 dun. So I was killing him. <laughs> you know, I was doing I was doing all this shit. I was and he was I was like, what you what you listening to? I was like, oh, just listen to the song from this anime called Cowboy Bebop. You should watch it. And they only watched it just so because the live action was coming out. And this nigga oh, had the audacity man. to hop in the group chat, like, I know Adam's been saying this for years, but Cowboy Bebop is some gas. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> no bitch! Shit. Yeah, bitch! No I've been telling you that. <laughs> I almost drove me insane. <laughs> right? Crazy. So, Crazy how that works. Yeah, I know. Uh but uh Netflix has uh, fumbled the bag yet again. So uh I'm not surprised. Uh, fuck you, Netflix. Stop it. Yet again, Netflix. Fuck you. Fuck you for ruining my favorite things. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> So multiverses was revealed this week. You're shitting. You're shitting on it real hard. You're shitting on it real hard. You were excited Dude. for Nick, bro. I don't hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Look, I would be, but like a a live service fighting game to the like where, where they have an actual cast shop and battle pass is a no go from me, right? Because I'm not, I, okay, before that, before that, before that, right? Let's actually discuss multiverses, right? So Yeah. uh, DC platform fighting game. Warner Brothers. Or, or, yeah, sorry, Warner Brothers has DC characters in them. Those being Superman, Batman, so far. Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, I didn't see Wonder Woman. Oh, my bad, pimp. My bad, pimp. um, but yeah, uh, here's the full roster. Game, right, the let game, me, the game is happening. Let me input my birthday. I know, I know, like you, you, you're hyping it up. I know you're hyping it up a lot. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Here's the full roster. That full roster, okay. We've got Arya Stark, Batman, Bugs Bunny, Finn the Human, Garnet, Harley Quinn, Jake the Dog. Rain Dog, Shaggy, Steven Universe, Superman, Tom and Jerry, 
Wonder Woman, and more to come soon. Hmm. Now, this fighting game is going to be releasing on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XSX, and XSS, and the PC. No Switch version, thank God. Um, and it's going to feature <laughs> cross-gen, cross-play, and cross-progression, which is interesting. Not being developed by NRS, but instead being developed by Player First Games. Now, mm. I was gassing this up because the idea of a live service fighting game has been floated before, uh, most notably Street Fighter V. That's a game with, that gets constant uh, DLCs and additions, uh, little updates and crossovers and whatnot. Um, and it's been all right for the most part. Um, I'm fine with it. Um, I mean, this game is free, so I'm not entirely put off by the existence of a battle pass. Um, so I think it looks all right. The fact that it has, you know, voice acting and rollback and, you know, what seems to be, uh, active dev support looks pretty good. I mean, Nick Brawl's only getting up, starting to get updates now, you know? Yeah. It's been like yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Several months later, finally yeah. getting patched. So, I mean, because I know, Lord knows, we already know that you have a fucking awful take on how that game is balanced. Hmm. You know hmm. what? Cedric, I hope you're listening, because trust me, um, we both know that Joe's take was shit on that. Nah, you you mad. You mad. Ah, uh, you mad. <laughs> Your mama. No, but, but really, but really, but really, like, I don't think I've ever played a game that, uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a game that has um, like any live service elements to it besides Destiny 2. That's only because Destiny 2's Battle Pass is intrinsically tied to like a seasonal activity. So it's stuff that you're already doing. You know, have a Battle Pass on top of it. It's like it's nothing bad, but stuff like Apex and Fortnite, I mindlessly grinding challenges to unlock skins is not fun. <laughs> and Having to do that in a fighting game just sounds weird. It just sounds weird to me. And bringing it back to actually uh, Halo Infinite really quickly, uh, we've seen how bad battle passes can be. Because if you're not aware of that situation, you only get XP if you complete challenges. And the challenges are insanely fucking difficult for no reason. So um, it, 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 if this situation is to any is anything to go off of, which it isn't really, but since it's in current news... Uh, I, I'm not liking the idea. I'm not liking the idea. Well, I mean, the game is free, so I'm not going to... I mean, the game is free, so I'm not going to hate on it for monetizing itself like that. It's fucking free. So, yeah, the barrier I mean, of entry yeah, is non-existent, so I can't really hate on it too well. I only hate on Fortnite because, like, little kids play it, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids, bro. Fuck them kids, absolutely. Um, and because it stopped being fun in, like, season four, so anyway... Um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. It looks like it's going to be fun. Um, I think the whole pointing out the voice acting thing was or like a dig at dick roll. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I find it sus that yet again, as soon as this shit gets revealed, Nintendo has to go say, guys, we're partnering with Panda Gaming to bring you the oh first my God. officially yep. Nintendo-licensed Smash Circuit with Melee and Ultimate. 
You cannot convince me that Nintendo was doing anything other than trying to snipe these guys. No, no, 100%, 100%. So. Because it, 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 it's, it's pretty fucking obvious that it's, it's not just coincidental timing. They, they are going out. They want, they're out for blood. Nintendo wants blood. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And now, you know what? <laughs> We've been, they've done it twice. So that means it's, uh, can't be an us thing right now, can it? <laughs> Is it me who's out of touch? No, it's the kids who's out of touch. Uh, no, Nintendo's <laughs> definitely going after these niggas because, I mean, I think better, more, more so than Nick Brawl, these guys have the chance to be some real competition. I'm not saying they're going to kill Smash, I'm just saying they're going to be competition. Um, yeah. Especially since this game's got a live service model, I think it could probably hold interest until the next Smash game comes out if the dev support is that good. Um, and it seems like because of the track record that Nintendo's been having the past few years that they're going to be releasing consoles in the off-season between generations, you know? Right, right. That um, this game is going to probably hold interest until Smash uh, 5, 6, 7, whatever the next number is, because I thought Ultimate I was Smash so. 6. No, I thought Ultimate was Smash Smash no, 6. We, we, I think Smash 4 is Wii, uh, Wii U, sorry. And, yeah, but Smash uh, 4 3DS then. was a separate title altogether. They considered a separate title. I mean, yeah, sure. Fair enough. So maybe this, this, so maybe like Smash Seven. You know what I mean? Smash next. There you go. Super Smash Bros. Infinite, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> I think this is gonna have some. Is gonna do some competition. I know. Last time I said that with Nick Brawl, and Nick Brawl's been like on the been like a more low key community title, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think this game has the has the chance to do it because I think these characters have a broader appeal than Nick characters did. Which is saying a you lot. Think so? you Nigga, think so? it's Superman and Batman. What the fuck do you mean do you think so? Mm. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess it depends on, on the audience, but yeah, yeah. You could show a picture of Superman to like a kid in like a like a third world country and they probably know who he is. <laughs> okay. You know I could what? not Fair say the same for like fucking SpongeBob. I think the level of popularity is just under that. Okay, okay. So I mean I feel like I feel like I see enough uh <laughs> you know those 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 graffiti on the on the side of the walls in yeah. like well fucking Puerto Rico next to like a what what are those like a, like kind of basically like a daycare and yeah. they just paint like oh all God. these uh, cartoon characters. That's not there. even that's not even a PR thing, nigga. That's a hood thing because I I grew up down the street from a place that did that. They had Dora, they had Clifford the Big Red Dog, they had SpongeBob and Patrick. SpongeBob, Patrick. (laughs) I have not been able to get the audio off. Even though I click not interested because I'm so tired of it, it still keeps coming up. It's so fucking funny, dude. (laughs) I know it's not the original audio for that video that it's supposed to be for, but it's It's still funny. It's the because I just have the this this thought of some fucking creepy white dude in his basement. SpongeBob, SpongeBob. <laughs> it's like that shit's funny as fuck to me. I'm just like, just the thought of that. It's like Dimensions Floor, like that guy. Uh, you know. Oh wait, 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 wait. Now that we're talking about live service games, you will not fucking guess what game joined that list. Amogus. What I gotta say about that? What I gotta say about that? 
<laughs> Stop posting about Among Us. I'm tired of seeing it. My friends on TikTok send me memes. On Discord, it's fucking memes. I was in a server, right? And all of the channels are just Among Us stuff. I, I showed my champion underwear to my girlfriend and the logo, I flipped it and I said, hey, babe, when the underwear says, <laughs> ding, 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 I fucking looked at a trash can. I said, that's a bit sussy. I looked at my penis. I think of the astronaut's helmet and I go, penis, more like peen sus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Uh, uh. You know, I'm just gonna leave it at. <laughs> I'm too curious. I'm. I, I. I can't. I'm too curious. What the fuck did Among Us do? Among Us, us the imposter, right? It called the hundred chickens. Wholesome Keanu. They one hundred percent became more sussy. One hundred times more sussy by converting into a live service game. Oh no! I'm. I'm dead serious. You can. You can go onto the. Onto the Steam shop right now or on your computer, and you will see the shop. But uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 have they have actually added in like uh, rotating skins, exclusive uh, minion, uh, whatever the minions are called, astronauts, uh, crewmates, no, like the little buddies that follow you around. I don't know because I don't play Among Us. I played it like a couple uh, yeah, times. That- in September of last year, and I just haven't. <laughs> I haven't played it since. Among Us. Yes, me as well. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, that's totally something that they did in the last week, and I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, <laughs> I could not believe it. Thinking about the fact that people will now be sweating on Among Us because it was this huge update. Right? Okay, so with this update, it brought um, obviously the new microtransactions. It brought a new leveling system. It brought achievements. It brought quality of life updates. Um, I, yeah. I don't play Among Us, so I, I like it, it, it. It's a game that I follow. Like I follow them on Twitter. I don't play the game though. Yeah, they I responded to your tweet. Cool. They did. They but did. they'll never They're reply to me when I say Among Us sussy imposter. Among Us Sussy Imposter, Sussy Balls, Lil Mosey is White, Sussy Balls. Um, but yeah, yeah. So the, that, that wasn't something that happened, I think, last week. But I, I, I forgot about it until <laughs> until uh, I was looking at, um, at, at my list and I realized, oh shit, Among Us is like a thing that people play now. But yeah, thinking about the fact that people will be sweating on Among Us is... Not like it's the same problem that Fall Guys had. I feel like that's gonna happen with Among Us. So people are gonna stop playing it because people or players will be taking it way too seriously. Yeah, right. And it's literally just a funny, uh, funny astronaut game where you say "sus" and kill your friends. You know, sussy Among Us imposter, Among Us <laughs> sussy imposter, Redicle the hundred chunkus, wholesome Keanu. Thanks for the gold. Give me your updates. Ah. Every time we talk about Among Us, my brain just like melts a little bit, like Windows <laughs> errors, you know. Just <laughs> ow, God, Jesus Christ! Are you against Among Us? Be real. Yeah, a little bit. Really? A little bit of the Among Us Oh, and something something I completely forgot to mention. With this update, there are new roles. 
So Other I think that there's an imposter. Yeah, so there's a shapeshifter role for the imposters. There's uh, I forget the name of the role, but you can basically have access to everyone's vitals at all times. Um, a crew. So, there's one. So trouble in Terrace Town. So it's a detective from Trouble. In essentially, Town. essentially, wow. yes, it's actually what it's turning into. Wow. Um, and then there's also another one that lets you travel through vents for the crewmates. So. Well, I'm just gonna that, go back but yeah, to that, that's actually that's actually pretty 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 good way to put it though. But in this one, you can accuse your friends of being sus, being sussy. Yes, sussy imposters. God, I God, Among Us has rotted my brain. Like every time I think of Among <laughs> Us, I can only say Among Us sussy imposter and nothing else. <laughs> because I don't know, I just my my head's just busted, man. Like, <laughs> have the TikTok memes gone to you? It's not have the TikTok memes. Head? It's not the TikTok memes. It's that I just love laughing at Among Us, you know, more than anything else. And so the easiest way for me to do that is just to say Among Us, sussy imposter, Among Us, sus. Uh, that's a bit <laughs> sussy. Like it's so so much funnier to do that. It's so much funnier to do that than actually play Among Us. Yeah, like when I was playing Among Us, I was still laughing at that. I was saying. Amogus sussy imposter. So, fuck among us. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, man. They're they're cool. They're cool. So, Joe, what the fuck is lies of P? Is lies of P? That is a genuinely good question. So sit down, sit down. I'm about I'm about to tell you in like thirty seconds what lies of P is, right? You know what? I'll tell you in a few words, even. Bloodborne, but Pinocchio. There you go. Bam. Case closed. That's it. That's it. Uh, no, but really, it, it, that's essentially what it is. It looks exactly, I mean, fucking exactly. There's some weapons that are straight up ripped from Bloodborne. Not literally, but you can tell that Bloodborne is <laughs> an inspiration to, at the very very least maybe who knows oh see uh, because I thought that um, that Lies of P was uh, uh, all I got from that wasn't even Bloodborne Pinocchio was uh, it was APAB dude all puppets are bastards you know <laughs> I I have never seen a game be more in bad taste <laughs> than that wait is that what you is that what you had gotten from it because that uh, what else am i gonna about, get from that wait, are, are you talking about the system where you you, you just lie it's like oh, no yeah, i'm, I'm talking about now. if you look at the the scene in the trailer where the dude's on the bridge mm-hmm. it says apeb <laughs> wait what <laughs> what yeah huh all puppets are bastards Yep, there it is. There it is. Oh my god, here it is. Okay, I'll send you the screenshot on Discord so you can see it. Um, yeah, that was a bit. Uh, that's a bit of a faux pas, if you ask me. Just took it on my phone, so you have to deal with it. But look at what the sign on the guy's thing Let's says. See oh, I see. Oh, I see now. All okay. puppets are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a bit in bad taste. It's a bit not socially conscious to say that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could have thought of a weirder idea for a game other than, hmm, what's Bloodborne but 
with Pinocchio. Uh, I, what? <laughs> I, so fucking, I don't know what they're smoking over there in Korea, but I need some of that because this is a Korean uh, developer. So I, I need some of that because I, I don't think I would have ever thought about the fact, hey, Bloodborne, but with Pinocchio, let's do it. Would have never thought about that. I know so many people think this looks amazing, but I guarantee when it comes out, the hype is going to be just gone. Like, remember uh, that game Black Myth Wukong? I don't. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> remember that game that came out? It was like, oh, dude, one guy in China made this, and it looks better than, like, everything the AAA devs are making. And no one talks about the trailers anymore because that game still hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, then again, then again, if you're taking, if you if you announce a game and then don't do anything with it, yeah, that's yeah. It's just because it looked cool and nothing's come of it, and no one's talking about it anymore. Haven't seen a single, not one person mentioned it since the trailer came out. Um, mm. and I think this is gonna be the same way. I'm gonna laugh at it for APAB, and then when it comes out, I'm not gonna see a single person talking about it. So, I think it's one of those one of those, uh, one of those uh, fad games. It looks cool in the trailer and then no one's actually going to put their money where their mouth is to play it. I just think mm. it's fucking hilarious that they would include something like fucking APAB. Um, leave it to people that, that, not in the United bit, States. Bit odd. Leave it to people not in the United States to go ahead and uh, do something like that. <laughs> Boy, howdy. If this was an American dev, uh, words would be had. Let me tell you. Um, words would be had. Words would be had. Um, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's bloodborne. I played like a couple hours of bloodborne. I thought it was cool. So I haven't played it on the PS5 because it hasn't gotten a frame boost yet. Um, yet, right? From yet. soft, right? Yet? Yet, yet, yet. Uh, I'm going to go read some other lies I can tell myself. <laughs> um, But I only wanted to bring that up because I thought that was really weird. I was like, what the fuck is that? No, I, I honestly did not even notice that in the trailer. I just thought that the gameplay looked cool. I, <laughs> fuck I completely the game missed that. Player. Fuck the gameplay. Why the fuck is this in the game? <laughs> <laughs> this is a definite societal moment. Because we live in one. that time of the podcast where we um where we get political with it Ooh. two topics to talk about one of them is political one of them is not so uh as an addendum to my uh bit at the end of the last episode um i told y'all and y'all didn't listen um i told y'all niggas Kyle rittenhouse is gonna walk not because i like him yeah. i don't uh but i i did call it because uh, the prosecution was fucking ass. It was it was so bad. Oh my god! And mm. the uh, the defense was really tricky and sleazy. And the judge, oh man, that judge could not have made himself clearer that he was unfit to judge in this case. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that he yeah. had some yeah. sort of emotional <laughs> stake in what was going on. Uh, I'm not saying he had a political stake. I'm saying he had an emotional stake, and that's like rule number one of what you're not supposed to have as a judge. Supposed to be different. That's literally what you're there for. Yeah, as opposed to being indifferent, and if that was the case, he should have totally recused himself. Um, so if I were the def- the the prosecution, I probably would have fought for a mistrial and got asked for a, a, uh, another judge or something. Uh, but the jury voted not guilty. Now, remember, not guilty doesn't mean innocent. Um, not guilty simply means that 
the prosecution couldn't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this was mm-hmm. murder, which I think is bad on the prosecution's part because uh, the defense, I mean, not the defense, the judge didn't allow a key piece of evidence into the courtroom, which would have established intent to murder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even if Did it get like thrown out, uh, it sorry, got th- yeah, that it got the evidence that evidence got thrown out, even though it was massively uh, relevant. Mm. Um, I think like if I went to your house to murder you, and then when I was there, you attacked me, or or on the way there, or when I'm like outside or something, you attacked me, and then I shot you in self defense. Uh, I think that would still count as murder because, uh, in my opinion, murder is bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, murder's bad. That's controversial, right? Yeah, I know that people, some some chuds on the unit are saying, well, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, shot a pedo. And I'm like, well, that's cool. I don't believe in the death penalty regardless. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that guy should have died, even though that guy was an asshole. I don't think anybody should have died, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was obvious from the jump that the kid was going to walk and he did. Now, you know, uh, we're seeing a lot of reactions from the chuddies being chuddies uh, talking about how uh, of course he walked. And then you see every other person who's slightly reasonable saying, yeah, it was inevitable. He's, he was going to walk the kids white. <laughs> yeah. That, I didn't that's mention literally simply putting it. Yeah. I didn't mention the race thing on the, on my Instagram story. Cause like I try to treat courtrooms stuff differently than that. But at the end of the day, that's like the only thing we can really talk about is that Kyle Rittenhouse only got off cause he was white. Um, that's it. Uh, that's wow. Um, the, I think the moral of the story is, uh, we need to arm the proletariat so that we can engage in a violent socialist uprising and overthrow the petit bourgeois and the bourgeoisie and redistribute their wealth and assets amongst ourselves, the working class in order to build a stateless society in which the workers own the means of production. Oh man. Pilling. based and uh, socialism pilled. I know the <laughs> Cubans and the Russians are going to sit there and say, but the communism is bad. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's because your fucking shitty ass leaders co-opted communist and socialist talking points in order to get elected and then fuck you out of everything you owned, uh, which is not what I'm trying to do uh, because I'm not an asshole. I am not Zhong Shina, you know? <laughs> So Bing Chilling, you're not you were not Bing Chilling. I am not uh, a la chingada. But you know who else sucks? Who else sucks? You know, it's it's that time of the year where we sit down and give thanks and we think about how the pilgrims uh, uh, push the Native American people off their land. But, you know, I don't think the the pilgrims wouldn't have been able to show up here and uh, fuck over the natives. Without one man showing up here first. One of the shittiest mm. people in history. The Caribbean villain. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> now, I speak on behalf of both Joe and I when I say Christopher Columbus can suck my dick. My left nut even. There's a little nursery rhyme I learned when I was a kid. Now, you might be thinking I'm going to say 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. No, it's not what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm going to say. Christopher Columbus sailed on a boat so shoddy that when he ended up in the Caribbean, he caught 7.5 million bodies. That's one more than zero, which means he ain't a hero. Uh, Christopher Columbus, if you don't know, (laughs) murdered 7.5 million people 
or I should say genocided 7.5 million Native Americans in the Caribbean. That's more appropriate, yeah. There you go, genocided 7.5 uh, 7. million Carib- uh, Native Americans in the Caribbean. Uh, he fucked children. Uh, and he essentially worked uh, my ancestors uh, to death farming gold for him. And when they couldn't um, get put any more gold in the barrels, he cut their hands off and they would die from that. Yep. 7.5 million people. And uh, there are some of us on this planet with enough mental rot uh, that worship Christopher Columbus and say no that way, he wasn't bro. evil. Come on. Yes. Come on. Yes. Some of us say that Christopher really- Columbus wasn't evil, uh, which he was. He was that an evil no person. Way. By the standards and practices of his time, Christopher Columbus was a monster. <laughs> like yeah if you're living in the in the fucking 15th 16th century and and your compatriots are telling you to knock it off uh that's 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 something all right <laughs> think about might it might be something to go off of maybe without Christopher Columbus there would be no transatlantic slave trade all right the Taino people would still be around, like without this. If this nigga didn't show up, mm-hmm. uh, which, if you don't know, are we'll Joe and I's ancestors, them. nigga. Yep, yeah, we'll still be speaking <laughs> that language on the island. But hey, yeah, I can, I don't even fucking know what it sounds like because you know he killed everybody. Like, <laughs> nigga left five hundred thousand of them left after he fu- were left after he fucking was gone. Half wow. a million out of eight wow. million. Yep. Let me do some division. On uh, Let me do some division on that. It's crazy. It's crazy to me how people that don't open a fucking history textbook, like, like I don't know. Point zero six two five percent of the population. So he mm. left about six percent of the population left. He killed ninety four percent of the Native Americans in the Caribbean. That's sick. Mm. That's sick. That's. Fucking insane! Wow. Let me. Let me. I've, let me I've never. I've never thought about it in uh, like from a statistical standpoint. That's crazy. That's wild. Let me. Let me see if I can find the video that got deleted. Oh, okay. So I I can't find the actual video, but I can find screenshots of it. So because we're talking about Christopher Columbus. And I figured I'd mention this video that uh, the Daily Wire, a.k.a. Ben Shapiro's news website, posted in celebration of Columbus Day. Or, I'm sorry, I'll refer to it by the actual name, Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, where mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro's people posted a video of Native Americans. It was an animated history of the United States, which featured Native Americans eating flesh. Hmm. Yeah, um... Intriguing. <laughs> so, you I mean, Christ, you you weren't lying. This is yeah. Ben. You're looking it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, fuck Christopher Columbus, real quick. Uh, and fuck the <laughs> fuck the Pilgrims, and fuck like, oh my God, it wasn't until like a couple years ago I really sat down and thought about it. They was really brainwashing us in elementary school to make us think that this fucking shit didn't real. happen. They for fucking real, <laughs> like niggas had us out here thinking that the natives and the Pilgrims was having a fucking was dancing and shit and having a good ass <laughs> time that they were having a kickback in like the 1600s. When the, no, that's not what was happening. 
Instead, them natives were sitting in them in them teepees, like in them long houses, like. <coughs> ah, I should not have taken that blanket from that pilgrim. Because they put smallpox on the blankets so that they would die, so that they could take the land. What? <laughs> Nigga, I didn't learn about slavery until I was in like the third grade. Like shit was crazy. Wow. Like, like in school, I should say, because I, I mean, I mean, my dad told me about slavery because, nigga, I'm, I mean, I'm black. No, I, I would hope so. <laughs> hope so. But. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I knew racism existed outside of school because a, I was black, and b, you know, my dad was, I was walking around talking about the Negro leagues, you know, baseball, like niggas like Big Papa Bell and whatnot. Uh. So I, I knew what they were teaching me in school might have been a little bit of bullshit. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But like I didn't know that it was that bullshit until I until I like started educating myself. Because man, they were teaching us that it wasn't as wasn't so bad, guys. Racism ended in nineteen sixty-four. Don't worry, guys. Racism is over. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm hearing at, at home. From my actual, from the from the people who ain't white teaching me about this, you know, right, right. Shit was crazy. They had us really thinking that like the, that that they was having a kickback in like sixteen twenty or whenever the fuck that shit happened. Meanwhile, niggas was dying. Niggas is getting killed over mm. that. You know, that's so. It, it's just I don't understand why the public school system is so fucked or just education uh overall in the united states is so fucked it's so beyond i i wasn't in the public school system so i can't comment on that i was i mean i was in the public school system in high school but not as a kid Mm. not as a kid so fucked dude i was in catholic school all i know is go to church and read or bible and read or bible Church girls is wild. But anyway, uh all I can say is like Nick has lied. Like I like Christopher Columbus killed all those people, and they're not gonna teach you about that. Instead, if you try and teach about that, like Ted Cruz is gonna go on Fox News and be mad at you. You know, I mean, like, we're trying to teach our kids to hate America. So nobody said nothing about hating America, bitch. I came to that conclusion on my own. I just want to teach the truth. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I just want to be honest. And on, the truth is that uh, that uh, this country sucks ass. Niggas is lying. Hardcore. They've been lying. Them history books is wrong. It's like all wrong. <laughs> Dead ass. Martin Luther King was a socialist. You know? What? Niggas won't tell you that, though. Oh, like, think about it this way, man. Think about it this way. I'm about to go on to some real, some real low-level hotepery. <laughs> mm, okay. uh, I bet the black nationalists in the audience are going to be like, "Yes, my brother, he's talking that toke right now." Listen to this, man. <laughs> like, think about it. Why did white America? When did white America only start caring caring about Muhammad Ali? It's when he shut the fuck up. Because Muhammad Ali, you know, was anti-Vietnam War. You know, he was anti-race mixing, which is wild. Uh, he was like pro black as fuck though, like like when he was like uh this nigga got on the news and said that he didn't want to go fight in the Vietnam War. He was like, cause they ain't call me no nigga. 
they ain't lynch me, you know, talking about all this stuff, why he didn't want to go fight in Vietnam. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of crazy. That's facts, though. <laughs> like, and, and, and why in America don't want to talk about that? It's going to be like, ah, he was the greatest boxer. He was also, you know, black and unapologetically so. You know, like after MLK got murdered, what did the CIA and the FBI do? They shut down the Black Panthers. They killed Fred Hampton. They assassinated Fred Hampton through COINTELPRO. They got the Black Panther Party shut down by planting people inside of the party. That shit is crazy. Yes, this shit is real. Wow. The Black Panthers were briefly considered to be the greatest threat to national security. And for what? And for what? What it happened to be because of their skin tone, Adam? It would be because they wanted equality. All right. Mm -hmm. Because as demonstrated by the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, black people can only get rights if and only if our faces can be spit in first. I. Mm -hmm. uh, So it's like. The like the like oh my god this this shit is like it's real low level hotepery but it's like I am unapologetically you know black I'm also Puerto Rican too yes and I'm very unapologetically unapologetically that as well but it's like mm-hmm. I don't I don't uh, like this shit irritates me man irritates knowing all this yeah it's like it really everything is it's like like the if like 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 if the black panthers are the fucking biggest threat that you have get the lesson (laughs) for real if those guys are just being like hey we want to you know uh, patrol our own communities and we want to give the people breakfast and clinics for their diseases that you won't give us and shit and you're just like Let's destroy him from the inside. You got bigger problems going on. You got yeah, bigger yeah you got to assess your priorities. It's like people man. love That's to compare crazy. what happened on January 6th to when the Black Panthers took the state building in California. Uh, but I don't think that's applicable at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Because all the Black Panthers did was march in there with their guns and list off what they wanted. And eventually they were removed. The Capitol rioters went in there with the intention of killing people. Yeah, that is true. Nigga had cable ties, and there was like bombs and shit around that ca- around the Capitol mm-hmm. when they did that shit. So it's like, what am it's I gonna like? Different. Like, exactly, it's apples and oranges. All right, just because they're yeah. fruit doesn't mean they can be compared. You know, and That's it's like in the history wild. of this nation, folk of color have always had it worse. Since Columbus showed up, it's been a downward spiral. And we're on the up and up, obviously. You know, we can buy a house and vote, you know, but that's like not gonna happen pretty soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say our generation is poor, and you know, what is it worth? Our generation is poor, and so many of us are disenfranchised because of the war on drugs, which was specifically made to target black people. Uh, at least that's what, um, Richard Nixon and his campaign staff, Lee Atwater, said. Hmm. Um, yeah, no bullshit. So, no, like, that's not even a bit. Here's how I would approach that issue as a, as a, as a statistician or a political scientist. Or, no, as a psychologist, which I'm not. 
is, is how abstract you handle the race thing. In other words, you start out in, yeah, now y'all aren't quoting me on this. You start out in 1954 by saying nigger, nigger, nigger. By 1968, you can't say nigger, that hurts your backfire, so you say stuff like uh, forced busing, states' rights, and all that stuff. And you're getting so abstract now, you're talking about cutting taxes, and all of these things you're talking about are totally economic things, and the byproduct of them is blacks get hurt worse than whites. And subconsciously, maybe that is part of it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that if it is getting that abstract and that coded, uh, that, that, we, that we're doing away with the racial problem one way or the other. Uh, you follow me? Because obviously sitting around saying uh, we want to cut taxes, we want to cut this, and we want is much more abstract than, than even the busing thing. Uh, and a hell of a lot more abstract than never knew, you know. So I, any way you look at it, race is coming on the back burner. Damn, you're, you're telling me, so you're te you're confirming what I've already kind of like, kind of known is the fact that uh, our nation is built upon lies and lies. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, this guy is uh, still alive and he worked in like a bunch of different presidential administrations since then. He was the chair of the RNC. He was also an advisor to Reagan and George H.W. Bush. Mm. So, yeah. Man, uh, really? That, 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 that fucked me up. That fucked me up. Uh, huh? And Richard Nixon, when he started the war on drugs, literally said, we can't, uh, we have, we can't go after black people directly, so we have to go after their leaders by, by putting them on drugs and then arresting them for those drugs. You know, so America hates black folks. America hates folks of color, I should say, because let's not pretend that Asian folks and Hispanic folks and Native American folks have it any better than we do, because honestly, uh, it sucks across the board, honestly. And some people want to say personal responsibility, but the history of that, that that's that is a factor, maybe, but the history of that is that. What can one's personal responsibility do when they've been set up all their life to make a certain choice? You know, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a black nationalist, folks. I'm African. <laughs> I'm a secret, I'm a secret plant by the nation of Islam. And that's and that's all I got. Unapologetically black. Let's go. Unapologetically African. That's all I got for you guys this week. So I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Spend a lot of uh, good time with your family. Eat a lot of good food. Uh, and think about how Christopher Columbus murdered all those native people. And how this is a holiday that we are going to, are we going to move, that we're going to move past the origins of. And just mm -hmm. simply enjoy. While acknowledging every time that, yes, all of those people who settled are Monsters! Monsters! Monsters, I tell you. Monsters. Monsters. Monsters.